0: Welcome to the Applely Med Podcast. Here, you'll learn about the amazing experiences of healthcare professionals in medicine and listen to the voices of youth who are making a difference through their nonprofit initiatives and volunteer work. I'm your host, Hai Pei, and today's guest is one of my friends, Lucy Chen. Lucy is the co-founder of DMV Hacks, based in the DC metro area. So Lucy, so glad that you can join us today. Why don't you start off by introducing who you are, what do you do for fun, and a brief introduction for DMV Hacks.
1: Hey there, hi Pei. Um, It was really nice meeting you. My name is Lucy, and I'm the executive director of DMV Hacks. So for fun, I do a lot of things. For example, I like doing debate, mock trial, I also enjoy like coding on my own. And I guess like right now for fun, I like garden. So that's just like a little quick hobby.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, my mom <laughs> My mom loves gardening too. Oh, well. no, it's so exciting. Yeah, it's so exciting. Okay, um, so you are the executive director of DMV Hacks. How was DMV Hacks founded and when was it founded?
1: Last summer I went to this camp called AI for all and I went to their program at the University of Maryland and there I met a lot of really awesome people and I also met Anam. So after the program, um, AI for all was like giving out grants for the people who went to their program. And so Anam and I just decided to apply to one. And that's basically how we uh, got the funding for DMV hacks and that's basically where the whole thing started. So then we decided, like, while we were applying for the grant, obviously, we needed a reason. And we decided that we wanted to do it for, like, we wanted to have a hackathon, like, a free hackathon for girls who were in middle school. Because Annam and I, like, went to hackathons before. And we noticed that they're mostly geared toward, like, college students or students with lots of experience. So we found it, like, like, I was kind of a beginner in CS before. So I found it a little bit hard to catch up or to even, like, do anything. You know, because everyone else is like knowing what was going on, I was like just there. So we thought it was a better idea to kind of gear the hackathons towards towards younger kids and especially girls because all the hackathons I went to like had a lot of guys and stuff. So we thought it was it would make it better to kind of like um lessen that gap between the like ages as well as like genders. Okay. Um and I know you asked like how DMV hacks was founded but what we're doing now is a little bit different from what we originally planned to do. So we were going to have a hackathon in March this year, but of course like um, COVID-19 came along and we weren't able to have like the in-person hackathon. So we kind of had to postpone that. We're having a virtual one in August, but um, right now like Anam and I decided that we want to like take on a different mission instead. So we decided to like, kind of host virtual coding classes, which were going to be free. And then we were hoping that uh, kids, like right now, since a lot of kids don't go to school, we were hoping that we could at least like teach them something. Um, And essentially where that idea came from is like, you know, I was like gardening now, you know, like after school ended, I was kind of feeling like, what am I doing with my life, right? Like I just had kind of that moment of crisis, or not crisis, but just like, You know what I mean? Did you feel like that too or is it just me? Yeah it's like
0: everything's crazy and I should probably do something because I'm a junior right now and like um, everything's so different and I should really
1: actually like do something. Like do you have that feeling? Like, Yeah for sure. Yeah. Like I was watching the news and I was like I was actually like so sad because like you know everyone's getting like impacted by this and I was like okay, like, I'm sitting here, what am I doing to help, you know? So, I, I felt like I need to, like, you know, step it up and do something. So, that's kind of what motivated me to do that. And, like, something else was, uh, <laughs> this is kind of weird, but basically, like, um, maybe a few days after my school stopped, like, after school got canceled, I was just, like, doing random things. Like, I was baking, I was gardening, right? I was just, like, doing all these random things. And then, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to do something more useful. So I was like, let's, how about I teach my brother how to, how to code just like for fun. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was surprised, like, um, so we basically like did some basic stuff and then we started working on like little games, like rock, paper, scissors. Right. And, you know, I thought it was like a little thing, like it's rock, paper, scissors. It can't be that hard to code. Um, and my brother loved it so much and he was like so happy when he was able to, to make it work because it's like you know all kids know how to play it but then when you get to put it in a program and then like play against the program it was like so cool to him so that made me really happy and then i was like you know like we have dmv hacks since we're canceling the hackathon why not just like do coding classes instead right mm-hmm. so that's basically like, i took the idea with on him and then we kind of extended it so that's like <laughs> what dmv hacks is doing now Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah that's
0: super cool um I'm just curious how like why did you guys have
1: the name DMV hacks oh my gosh <laughs> so, yeah yeah it's kind of funny okay well I don't know if you want to add this in but basic. no I'll just not mention it <laughs> well we just said DMV hacks because um we live in the DMV area which is like DC Maryland Virginia okay so this is like new to a lot of people. Like they'll think, "Oh, you guys are like the Department of Motor Vehicles," you know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. But it it's cool. Um, yeah. It, we were gonna like name the hackathon that, but we just decided to like stick with it because we like the name. It's kind of, it's kind of like catchy. Yeah,
0: that's super cool. Yeah. Actually. Like it's very different from like the other hackathon names. Like. Mm-hmm. It, like personally yeah so what organizations
1: have you worked with and how did you work with them yeah so organization wise we obviously got like funding from AI for all um and then we realized in order to fund further fund the hackathon we had to like get the nonprofit status right so then we worked with hack club to get that and they've also given us other like resources to help on funding and we've also worked with helix initiative uh, we're doing like an AI workshop together. I think Memorial Day weekend. Um, we're currently like looking to do more like partnerships or collab uh, collabs with other organizations to like you know bring coding to more people. So that's what we're hoping for
0: yeah exactly um how did you first get involved with computer science because i know that you're doing like a hackathon like was it something that you were really passionate about from a very young age or you just picked it up during high school
1: yeah that's a good question um (laughs) so my my stance on computer science might be a little different than other people Mm -hmm. so essentially when i was younger like my parents uh do like computer science stuff Mm-hmm. I my mom took me to like take your kid to work day and then she like sat me in her office in her cubicle and i absolutely hated it like i wasn't allowed to talk i couldn't move out of the cubicle i was like what am i doing no it was it just felt so boring so like yeah. <laughs> i guess after that day i just like had such a strong like dislike for computer science i told myself i'm not gonna do it this seems like such a boring job and everything and mm-hmm. that was like all the way up till, you know, the AI for All camp. So mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? Why don't I just try it? Because, like, if you're never you never going to try it, then you're never going to know. So then I signed up for that. And I actually loved it. Like, the people were awesome. Um, they were mentors, too. Like, Gutz and Akash, they were awesome. And then we got to work with, like, um, University of Maryland graduate students on, like, an AI image recognition program. So I got to work with, like, Daniel and... Uh, Ryan on that and it was like it was so cool because it was a lot more fun than just like sitting in a cubicle so I realized that um it's more than just like typing it's like you get to innovate things too and you know so I thought that was really awesome
0: yeah um what language do you code with
1: I, I cut in Python
0: oh okay.
1: yeah
0: oh that's really cool because like I take a computer science at school, and we code.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to take that, but, like, I don't know. I want to take it, though. Yeah. I feel like it's a little late to switch my classes, because—
0: I think it's really dependent on the teacher, because, like, our teacher is kind of boring. So oh, no. <laughs> it makes, like, it makes like, like, coding very boring, and he just gives us all these projects, and, like, especially, like, when school is out, we don't really have any, anything to do, so—
1: i okay. oh, sure. Like, yeah. like sorry. <laughs> I definitely like um if I like a class or hate a class it definitely like, depends on the teacher. Like
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, what are some of the work that you want to share with us from DMV Hacks?
1: Yeah. Well, we don't really have like projects I guess we've made, but um definitely um the coding classes are something I want to highlight because we've taught over 250 students and we have a group of 60 which is like approaching 70 different mentors who have been working hard to like teach these students so I think that's definitely something um that is really awesome Mm -hmm. and like really appreciate all the work that everyone has done to like make this happen
0: yeah um so like when you when you like um, set up coding classes, do you like make
1: YouTube videos or do you like do like virtual workshops through Zoom and stuff? That's a good question. So essentially, our classes have sort of like a structure that's repeated in every single class. Essentially, it's one hour long, and then you have twenty minutes in the beginning of sort of like a lesson. So it's like a PowerPoint lesson, but it's not like a webinar. The students can ask questions and like the presenters can answer those questions and they'll do like demos and students can follow along so it's interactive so after that 20 minutes the zoom coordinators put everyone into breakout rooms so a mentors match up with maybe one student two three i think it goes up to like six students uh depending on the size of the class and they get to work on projects together for example, I know one of them we did, one of the projects we did in Python was rock, paper, scissors, mm-hmm. and they get to do that, and if they need help, they ask their mentors. So it's, de- it's definitely like, something like I wanted when I was little. I think one of the things that, about computer science that kind of like, deterred me um, is that all you have is like videos on YouTube, and like what if I was stuck, right? those videos were not really helpful so i think having like a mentor was really help- would be really helpful if, like for before when i was still learning and i think that may have made me like want to learn that would have made me want to learn uh-huh. it more yeah yeah
0: that's really cool um so what are some of the barriers that were in the way of you pursuing computer science or like launching
1: projects dmv hacks and everything like that oh yeah for sure I mean, as I said before, for computer science, I definitely feel like there's, like, when I was little, um, it's definitely not really a big issue now, but when I was little, like, computer science was, like, for the guys, right, and then I kind of felt, like, deterred because it seems like you have to be, like, really nerdy to do computer science or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, do I want to do that? So that's why I did, like, debate and, uh you know, I'm doing a mock trial, but, um, yeah, right now it's getting better, so it's, like, really great to see all these organizations, like, helping out with, um, like, minorities in STEM, so that's definitely a big plus. Yeah. Um, as I said before, yeah, another one of the barriers for me pursuing computer science was just, like, not having that, like, one-on-one or small group mentoring, because I know that those cost, like, a lot of money, yeah, so then my parents yeah, never really wanted to pay for those, so uh, that's something that was Like, those were the barriers for me pursuing computer science. Mm -hmm. As for launching projects, I would say the biggest barrier – I don't know. I think we've been doing, like, pretty well with it. But I suppose – let's see. Definitely funding would probably be, like, a barrier. But I don't really think there's too many problems with Mm -hmm. launching Everyone's projects like keeping on track with that so I really appreciate that yeah
0: that's awesome um, are you involved in computer science outside of DMV hacks
1: yeah so I did attend several hackathons mm-hmm. um, before DMV hacks and like that's the reason why I wanted to do like the hackathon for DMV hacks but then they got canceled and yeah. they are like postponing it oh. yeah Uh, Unfortunately, not in like any computer science clubs. Oh, I did actually do like Python. I attended Python classes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So that's like where I learned Python as well as like at AI for All. Mm -hmm. But again, would appreciate having more personalized mentoring.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, so you've mentioned that you are a group of students um, who gathered together during COVID nineteen. Um, how is the COVID nineteen situation in the DC metro area?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, it's not as bad as like in other places mm-hmm. um, in the United States. But again, it's not good either. Like we still have a lot of cases. I was just checking the news the other day, and it's. I would say we're like in the medium if there was a spectrum, we're probably, like, in the middle, Yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I haven't gone outside, like, my parents won't let me go outside, so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do DMV hacks, it's, like, because I couldn't go outside and donate masks, so, like, I guess I would just have to do this, something, like, virtual instead.
0: Yeah, that's really cool, because I know a lot of teenagers also do, like, some passion projects, because they can't really, like, everyone's doing, like, PPE masks and stuff, and we don't need actually we don't need that many people doing it so like it's really like good to see like there's a lot of people doing passion projects um yeah how do you think teens can make a difference during COVID-19?
1: I would say that anyone can make a difference like especially now there Mm -hmm. are so many people who need help like um for example like the mass as you said but Mm -hmm. other things too in like the education sector I know you said that you don't like have the opportunity to even go to school virtually which is it's just crazy so I guess um there are plenty of organizations like hacks, there's plenty of other organizations who do like who tutor students that don't have educational opportunities so um I guess if you if any teens want to make a difference they can definitely join those um and then help help with that
0: Yeah, definitely. There's tons of initiatives out there who's like giving out those team applications so teams can actually participate in any one of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, What is the, because I know that you've mentioned that DMV Hacks is a 501c3 nonprofit. um, What is the best Mm -hmm advice that you can give to like a teen or anyone just in general who wants to start something and make an impact in the world and can you tell us like the general process of making it into a 501c3
1: for sure so first i'll just go with advice and then the process Uh, (laughs) so yeah so i had two pieces of advice but like two points i guess So the first thing is definitely take the initiative, right? Because if you don't go for that first jump, then it's never going to happen, right? You just have to – it's going to be hard, but you just got to do it. You have to – you just have to, like, fight through whatever barriers there are and then, like, take your ideas to the next level, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely, you, like, take the initiative. If my parents have done nothing – like, helping with B&B hacks. They did some, like, advertising, but, like, otherwise, they have no idea what I'm doing, so uh, yeah. you can't always, like, have your parents there to help you, and I think that's also important for, like, college, and it's, like, um, the rest of your life, right? You have to, to do things on your own, so that's one point I have, and the second one is, I think, like, be resilient, you know? When we first started the coding classes, they didn't go perfectly as we planned, and And we didn't just stop there, right? We had a debrief meeting. We always have these after our classes. We make sure that we can cover or fix any mistakes that were made so we can improve the classes and make it a better experience for everyone. Just like for example, when we first did the Zoom meetings, we were trying to like pre-assign breakout rooms on Zoom, essentially like just put, um, like we got the signup list and then we just like stuck a mentor with like a group of students. And then we pre-assigned it in Zoom. It ended up not working at all. Like, we did that. And then uh, when the Zoom directors, like, checked the breakout rooms, like, a minute before they were supposed to get split up from, like, the main session, like, no one was pre-assigned. So they ended up having to, like, drag and drop, like, every student, like, manually. And that took, like, I'd say, like, five minutes. So that was definitely something we had to work on. Right? But, yeah. So that was, like... You know you have to be resilient there, and I guess like, um, that's something that I would say is like important to not give up and try your best, right? See it as, I would say, see it as a challenge, not like an impediment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as for the process, mm-hmm. right? So, originally we were going to file for like the five hundred one c three. Status ourselves, and um, it takes a while and it takes a lot of money. It's like six hundred dollars, and then you have to like file it. I think it takes like three months to approve. And we were like, okay, that's a little bit unnecessary. Is there a better way to do it? And then um, I talked to some other people, for example, Andrew who heads like Helix Initiative. I talked to him. He told me about Hack Club, which um, essentially does this for you for free so then that's how we got the nonprofit status we just have to like partner with them and then we got the nonprofit status so that definitely allows us to like you know get funding um a lot faster way mm-hmm. yeah totally
0: um is there anything else that I missed or do you want people to know about you
1: hmm. I was thinking about this question I don't know
0: <laughs> okay so I'm just gonna cut this yeah. off
1: you
0: know. okay <laughs> okay cool um so we're about to like end off so i'm just gonna give a little plug on your initiative how can we contact you if we want to work with you or we want to um attend any of your um, coding workshops or like hackathon
1: and all that stuff of course so you can email us at support at dmvhacks.org. Or if you want to sign up for coding classes or just check them out or just like mentor the coding classes, you can um, go to dmvhacks.org and you can like see all the classes that we're offering. We're planning on doing summer classes as well. So we're starting a process. So like if you want to mentor for those, you can definitely check that out. Um, also, we have like our social media accounts, of course. We have Instagram at team, and Twitter at team. And then we have Facebook at GMBHacks1. So yeah. Yeah. It was really nice meeting you.
0: Yeah. It's very nice to meet you too. I'm going to link all of that, like, in the description box on our website so that people could actually, like, click on it and just join. Cool. Thank you so much for coming to this podcast. It's really nice to meet you.
1: Thank you, Jose. It was really nice to see you. I hope we get to work together in the future. Yeah. I hope to
0: collaborate together. Cool. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Apple Med Podcast. We're the Youth Initiative Apple Day, and we'll see you around the
1: same time in two weeks.